I want to welcome everybody to our online service this morning, and I want to welcome my church, Trinity, from Morgan Hill, who's joining the outpost during this time. We are praying for you and praying for the Bay Area and across this nation for all those that are struggling right now with this coronavirus situation and circumstance. Father, I just pray today in the name of Jesus that you will bless each one that hears this message this morning. That you will come into their life and give blessings upon blessings upon blessings. That you will strengthen them in every area, Lord God, and that you will give to them the peace that surpasses all understanding and the joy that is unspeakable. And we give you praise today and thank you that we're able to communicate today through this uh, online service, we just give you praise for that, God. And we give you praise in all things in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to share with you just for a few moments today. It won't uh, be too long. It's, uh, we're online, and, uh, and I just really feel like the Lord wants me to share a message that's in, entitled to you that we, we are full of separation and wonder right now. We are definitely full of that separation from our friends, from our families, from our church people, from those people that we have good relationship with, and now we are wondering how long. And I want to say this to you, have hope. Look to the Lord. Look deeply to the Lord today in your prayer time and have hope because God has given all of us a great promise to be able to live for him. I want to use for a scripture today, found in Joshua 3 and 13, a very important scripture that means a great deal. And just, just, this is just the platform scripture today. When the soles of the feet of the priests who bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, touch the water of the Jordan, the water of the Jordan that flows from upstream will be cut off and pile up. And I just want to use that scripture because really we are in a place right now, we're on, we're on a shore, it seems. And there is the other side. And I really want us to concentrate not so much of where we are now, but to look ahead by faith on what's on the other side. When Israel came to this place, they came out of 40 years of traveling and uh, in the desert. And all the people that had rebelled against the Lord had passed on. They weren't there anymore. And these are all the, the children that were younger than 20 were able to come up. And literally, they didn't witness as much as the Red Sea, as much as they did here now, what they're about to see. So I'm sure there was a lot of confession of how are we going to get across, what's going on, because the River Jordan was during the time where it was overflowing because of the harvest season and the time of, of great plenty in that land. But there was this moment of thought, how are we going to get across that River Jordan? Well, there's a way when we walk in faith. There's a way to continue in the process of what God's promises in our lives and in our heart. The promises of God, God gives direction through his word. And that's why I so encourage everyone to read the word every day. Look for the promises of God that means so much to all of us and then to you personally. 
And then also spend time in prayer. I encourage everyone to pray at least, at least an hour a day. I know that that time may be too long for some, and, and you may think, I can't do that, Pastor. Uh, just start off with a few minutes and build up. Discipline yourself to communicate with God on a daily basis. Pray in Jesus' name and allow yourself to enter into the throne room of grace whereby you can obtain mercy and grace in this time of need. He's our God and he's real to us. He's alive, he's powerful, he's forgiving, he's kind, he's gentle, he's all-knowing. And he speaks promises into our life, even in times of this confused moment that we are in, this wonder, when's this gonna end? Will it end by April 7th? How many more people are we going to hear that have contacted the virus and may be going ahead and giving us uh, the virus? Uh, there's, there's what, 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 what? This is constantly going on like that. But there's something that we need to figure out here and, and confess and understand that God knows what's going on. And he's our father who art in heaven and hallowed be his name. He is in control of everything and we have to put our faith in him, concentrating on his promises, coming to him in prayer, reading the word, being encouraged, and don't let the enemy of our soul speak into your spirit and declare fear and worry and a lack of courage and a lack of hope. Don't be paralyzed by the lies of the enemy. Hang in there and believe in what God is saying to your life even now through this word. Pull from the past, if you may, and remember the great things that God has done for you. And also look into the future because he is doing that for you already and you're gonna step into it just as they stepped into the water that day. You see, there's a word here that I wanna concentrate on for a few moments, and that is the word of faith. Faith is important. As Christians, we need strong faith. We need a reliable faith. We need a confessing faith. We need to believe what God's word says about you and I every day. That's why getting into the word and you read the promises of God and you see what he did through active faith, not, not a faith that is not moving forward, but a faith that is active, believing. You know, the priests, they were carrying that ark and they came to that Jordan and they stepped, they had to take a step into the Jordan. There was an act of faith that had to happen for them to come into this particular time of a miracle that they needed to get to the other side. Now, I've often thought, and just to be honest with you, I thought, well, you know, wow, Father, you know, they, they've already traveled for 40 years, you know, and some people say 42 years, but let's just stick to the number 40. They, they traveled, and now it's time for them to go into the promise. And yes, there's two and a half tribes that want to stay on this the side of the border. They don't want to go across, but they were asked to send warriors with them as they go in to conquer the land. But Father, why didn't you just have it just ready for them? Why did they have to all, all of a sudden see this overflowing River Jordan, and they have to cross it? And there's, there's a lot of people, and all of a sudden they're crossing. And so what do we do here? And this is what we do in our own life. When we come to situations and circumstances where you say, wow, God, I just wish I was uh, able to just to cross now. I've already been through so much. God wants that faith. That's that seed of faith that we have planted in him, not in us, 
that we plant our seed of faith in God, and that faith flourishes. That's what Jesus said when on the ship that night, when the boat was all going upside down and around, and it was just being tossed to and fro with the waves, and he came in uh, there stepping up out of the boat after he pulled Peter back up into the boat. He says, have faith in God. Put your faith in God. Plant your seed of faith in the Father, in the name of Jesus. We are the vessels of God. We're the temple of the Holy Spirit. We carry around a treasure in us that brings life to people we come in contact with. But we have to begin with faith. We have to believe that in our heart. We can't just hold back and let somebody else do it. We need to be part of what God wants as a community, as people of God, as the church, especially now. The church needs to show a peace that surpasses all understanding, a faith that's active and real, a faith that is saying, I will believe God no matter how dark it gets, no matter how great the storm is, no matter what people may say into my ears and what people try to say to me that cannot happen. I believe that we all serve the God of the impossible. He can bring this to pass in our life, and we can conquer everything that's in front of us by him leading us. Well, they stepped into the water that day. Isn't that amazing? They took a step of faith, a step of faith, and the waters separated upstream, and they stopped. And of course, when it separated upstream, the waters that were below on, on their right just continued to flow. It just flowed. It just went away. So he put a wall up to protect them, to cross into their promise. I believe today with all my heart that God puts a wall up for us when we move in faith to keep the enemy from trying to destroy us, from keeping things in our life that may cause us to stumble. You know, God is delivering them. And what we need today in this nation and across this world is a real deliverance of God. A real deliverance for people can know God in the power of his love and his mercy, his grace, his goodness, and his abundant kindness. I believe that with all my heart. I believe that we move in faith, that, that, uh, that just action. Uh, I heard someone say one time that a great definition of faith is knowing that God's word has been applied to your heart. Wow, that was powerful when I first heard that. I just felt the power of the Lord when I said that, knowing that God's word has been applied to our heart. This is how we have to believe. We have to pray that way. We have to think that way. We have to speak that way. We have to live that way. And I think that's so important if we would just embrace that today. Not just the word faith, but the action of faith. Having that, that when we speak faith, we believe what God says in his word. The enemy doesn't want us to speak faith. He wants us to speak negativity. He wants us to speak, this can't really happen. But God wants us to say, this can happen because I'm God. He's saying to you and I today in so many words, I love you. Even though it's confusing, even though you may be alone, even though you may feel separated right now, I am going to take you to the other side. Have faith. Step in. Take a step of faith. Believe. Look to the other side. And what does faith do for us? It doesn't send us back. Faith has us step forward, forward into the promises of God. That Faith has two words attached to it that I think that is very important. As a matter of fact, 
Let me say I know that as a fact. Trust and hope. We need to trust God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul. We need to trust him knowing that he is in control and he protects his children. The Bible is very clear in Psalm 91 that we abide under the shadow of the pinions of his wings. The Bible is clear that when we look to the hills, we, we find our help comes from God. And the Bible is clear that you know, we'll walk and we won't even hit our feet against a stone. A thousand will fall at our left and 10,000 to our right. No evil shall befall us and no plague shall come near our dwelling. No disaster shall be on our path. These are statements of faith and truth that we can embrace and know that it is there. The Lord's our shepherd, so we shall not want. He's the God who leads us through the valley of darkness, that valley of decision, that valley that sometimes causes us to be paralyzed. He takes us through. He comforts us. He protects us. And we know that when we look over our shoulder, goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our life. So when we look back, we see goodness and mercy. As we move forward, we move into the promises of God. I believe that with all my heart. We have that ability to have his mercy, his saving grace in our life. Secondly, we have to have hope. Hope is expectation. You know, I wake up every day and I have great expectation that God is going to do something powerful on this earth. Powerful in the community where I pastor. Powerful throughout this Bay Area. Powerful throughout the United States of America. I just believe God. I have expectancy that God hears my prayers when I pray. And your prayers also as you pray in Jesus' name. He listens. He hears you. He knows exactly what you're going to say already. But you say, well, Pastor, if, I have, if he knows, why should I pray? Because God wants you to praise him and to worship him and to have an act of faith that speaks truth, that, that believes in the word of God wholeheartedly and, 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 and acting out the, the New Testament right, rightly divided that where we can move forward in the kingdom's work. Boy, we live in a day-to-day -day where people need Jesus Christ. No, I sense such an anointing right now, and, and this is online, so it's hard for me to not move around, but I'm going to stand still. I just want you to know that God wants to bless you. He wants to uh, have you trust him, and I know you do. I know that, and he does too. He wants you to have hope. Hope is so important. Don't lose your expectancy for him. Don't lose your expectancy that God is going to do something for you. He has a great promise for each of us, individually and corporately. He has a promise for the church. That's why Jesus said, go ye into all the world to tell people about him and to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to declare the great commission, which simply put, Jesus is the Savior of the world. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that he is the only begotten Son of God, and you declare or, and ask for forgiveness of your sins, you shall be saved. You have to have expectancy for salvation. You have to have expectancy for your dreams and your hopes to come to pass. You need to trust the Lord. We need to go forward. We don't need to go backwards. We need to move forward in God's promises that he has given us, both in the church, in your family, wherever you're at. God will bless you. 
He will strengthen you. He will keep you. Oh boy, I love that. He will keep you. He will embrace you. He will surround you. The Bible is very clear. I love this, the, the, where it says it in the book of Psalms. He said he is the, a shield about us and the lifter of our head. Oh wow, I, I love that. I think it's beautiful. And you know, we can put on the armor of God every day. And we can just walk in that armor knowing that God will and continue to lead us through the struggles, the troubles, and the things that may try to keep us back. But we need to move forward in faith. And then I'd like to share with you just for something that is very important to me. And we all have to realize today, and I remind myself of this every day, by the way, every day, what I'm about to say, in prayer, in my private time with the Lord, I literally remind myself, I have a destiny. Say that to yourself right now. I have a destiny. Now listen, that destiny was given to you by the Father in heaven. He gave you a destiny. In other words, a place to get to. What he is leading you into is beautiful and powerful. Now I know we all have a destiny, those that know the Lord and have the Lord in our hearts, that we have been forgiven of our sin and we have been promised eternal life with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. So when we step off of this planet, off of this earth, when we leave these, this, these bodies that are, is our tent, our spirit man goes up and will be with God for eternity. Oh, how powerful that is. That's a great destiny. But we also have destiny here on this earth to move forward into what God has called us to do. Not to be afraid, no. Not to be worried, no. That's not at all what God wants. You know, fear and worry just cripple us. They, they paralyze us like a post in cement. It just locks it in place. It can't move. Break that cement of fear. Break that cement of worry through prayer and trust and hope and above all in faith towards God's word and knowing that your destiny is alive. It's not dead. Your destiny is real. It's not false. Your destiny is true. It's not a lie. I believe that with all my heart. And I think that right now with, with knowledge of great commission in our life and how we should bring forth the word of God, you see, I believe the greatest miracle and I believe deeply in miracles, but I think the greatest miracle that I can say is when someone gives their heart to the Lord Jesus Christ and gets saved. Oh, I've seen hearts healed. I've laid hands on people on their, in their hearts and their hearts were healed. I've seen deaf ears open, blinded eyes see, the mute praise. I've seen the lame leap. I've seen the halt rise and run. I have seen miracle after miracle. I've shoulders repaired. I've seen... Uh, clogged arteries going up into the brain, dissolve the blockage and go away. There's documentation of what I'm saying. What I'm telling you though, that God is still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He wants to bless you. So remember to continue to look into the promises that are not yet fulfilled. Look to those promises. Look to see what we have and look to see how we can move forward into the presence of God every day. We can also, if we, if we really want to, which I do, I do this. Not only do I confess the things I've already told you, but I do this. I look to the past, not to go back there, but I draw from the past of the miracles that he's done. 
And yes, I am so bold. I remind God sometimes of what he's done through the laying on of hands and what he's done through my life and what he's done in my family's life and the things that he has done. Only he could have done. No one else could have done it. He brought that miracle. I draw from the past to encourage myself, and I'm saying that to you today, to you encourage yourself that you would move forward and you would maybe draw from the past and be reminded of what God did for you. Oh, there's so many things that we could talk about, so many statements that we can say, so many testimonies that declare his love and his power, his goodness and his mercy. We see that and we can embrace that and we can be fulfilled by what he has stated to do in our life. And so what we need to do is and, and understand truly that in the book of Philippians, it says something in Philippians 1 and 6. And I quote this all the time because it helps. <laughs> I like quote, I quote scriptures all the time, but I really like quoting this one. He says this, Paul says in Philippians 1 and 6, that he will continue the work which he has begun in you until the day of the Lord. He has started a work in you and he's not done yet. He's completing that. He'll continue that until the day of the Lord. That couples on to the destiny. That couples on to having faith. That couples on to knowing and moving into the power and the love of Jesus Christ. It's so important that we understand that he will complete that destiny. And I want you to know something that we're talking about separation today. And let me read something to you that many of you know, but let me read this right from the word to you today about separation. People feel alone. People feel withdrawn. People feel left out. Listen, put this in your spirit. It's very important. Found in Romans in chapter 8, verse 37. No, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, neither angels nor principalities nor powers, neither things present nor things to come, neither height nor depth nor any created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Wow. Wow. Nothing can separate us. Yes, we feel separated now, and yes, we're in this moment of wonder, but nothing is going to keep us separated. We're going to move forward. And yes, when we get through this, I don't want to say this in any negative way, very positive, because of faith and truth. When we move forward, when we get to the other side of this, just like when they got over there to Jericho, you would think, okay, we're here, great, everybody move out, we're here, this is what God promised. They had to march around the walls of Jericho. They had to take steps of faith again. We will continue to have to take steps of faith in life as we live here on this earth. As we come through this coronavirus and we're going through the things that we're doing, let me tell you something right now. We may find ourselves in a place soon thereafter this, where all of a sudden we have to activate our faith again. We have to march around a Jericho. We have to shout out loud for the presence of God to come. Oh, I mean that from my heart, just to let God know and, and, and let God just open up before us the gates of freedom and joy and peace in our life. So, yes, we're here. We're going to step into that water. It's going to separate. 
and we're going to get through and we're going to be the, the other side. And then we're going to continue to have to activate faith, continue to believe God. We're going to have to continue to read his word and we're going to have to continue every day to pray. I'm asking you right now in the name of Jesus to take a moment and pray with me as I close today that you would ask Jesus to give you strength, that inner strength, that you would ask Jesus to increase your faith. That's a dangerous prayer, I know, but it's a necessary prayer. Increase my faith. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray today that I have spoken your word in truth, of course, but I pray that that truth has penetrated into the hearts of every listener today, that you will touch their lives, touch their family's life. Their hopes and their dreams are not over, Father. They are alive. They are real. They are truth. And Father, I travail in my spirit and I travail before you nightly for the people of the church. And I ask right now that those listening to me, listening to the Holy Spirit speaking through me, however people want to see that. Father God, that you will bless them. You will encourage them and they will take this word and it'll be real in their spirit from this moment forward. I know it was a reminder and I know I'm speaking to people that know you, Father, that love you and have active faith, but I just wanted to bring this word of encouragement to them, Father. As you gave it to me to speak, that I have said. So I praise you right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. We will also be having a prayer meeting tonight at 7 p.m. on my personal Facebook page, Dennis Adams. It's a three to four minute prayer meeting and we come in and we just pray for a very few moments together and we just continue to do that every night. We've been doing it for two to three nights now and we're going to continue so. So we invite you to join for a three to four minute prayer meeting tonight just to pray and just to ask God to bless, to strengthen, to heal and to set free. Thank you for joining us today, and God bless you, and may the Lord be with you forevermore. God bless. We love you.